Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Eagles and Chiefs, both sporting 16-3 and records, both with the exact same number of points scored between the regular season and the playoffs, but two very different offenses. Uh, the, the Eagles still want to run the ball down your throat, uh, and they had 30, th- excuse me, 39 more rushing touchdowns than any other team in history. 39 rushing touchdowns. Jalen Hurts with 15 of them, the most ever by a quarterback in regular season and playoffs. So if they can control the ball and control the game and keep it away from Patrick Mahomes, ultimately that is the goal. And so the Chiefs defense, which is often overlooked and underappreciated, I would say next to that Chiefs offense, that's probably fairly standard. They've got a job to do. And we'll hear from Chris Jones uh, as he thinks about this Eagles defense and as as they're game planning for what's to come on Sunday. As for the Eagles, they want to rush the quarterback, even though Patrick Mahomes' ankle is better, obviously. It's been two weeks since he was hobbling on it effectively in the AFC championship. And now it's even better with the treatment, of course, um, but also with the rest. He has been a full participant in practice. There was no way they were going to keep him out of that. Uh, so the the challenge for the Eagles defense is to, to try to put pressure on him and force him, I think, uh, to be as uncomfortable as possible. Now, that's tough because he loves to extend plays and elude pressure. And he's got this uncanny sense of where the pressure is coming from. But here's the deal about the Eagles. Four guys, this has never happened before in NFL history, four guys had at least 10 sacks. So you've got history and 
extending history for both the Eagles offense and the Eagles defense. The MVP is Patrick Mahomes, but that doesn't matter if they don't win a Super Bowl. What has Patrick said? After the way we lost to the Buccaneers in 2020 or the 2020 season, this win, if we could beat the Eagles on Sunday, would be far sweeter, so much sweeter than the first one because I know how bad it feels to lose. The majority of these Eagles have not played in the Super Bowl. The majority of these guys were not part of that win uh, after the 17 season. Some of them for sure. But not the quarterback, not the head coach. A lot of the guys that are playing on Sunday for Philadelphia and wearing Eagles green don't have the benefit of the experience. Not saying it's going to be an overwhelming advantage for the Chiefs, but that's one of the things that impresses me about the defense is the fact that they continually come up with big plays. You may not believe that they're, and and they don't may not have the numbers to back it up in terms of their defense, but look what they did against the Bengals. Every time they needed a big play, every time they needed to get to Joe Burrow and rush the quarterback or deep downfield in the secondary, a tip drill for an interception, every time they needed to do that, they were able to come up with a stop. And so there's, Certainly different elements that will play into the Super Bowl game. I hope it's tight. I hope we come up with a fantastic finish. That, by the way, is the subject of our Super 6 Super Bowl video series episode 5, which is up on Twitter or not up on Twitter. It's up on Twitter. Producer Jay just put it up. So it's on our show account after our CBS, and this is how we've done it all week. Uh, you have to go and find our videos. So they're exclusive to either Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube. Uh, so Super 6 Part 5 is the latest episode. And this one is about fantastic finishes. Nail-biting moments, actually. And we would love to hear from you, your favorites. Uh, whether it's your own team or just a, a finish that kept you on the edge of your seat. I actually reflected back to my last Super Bowl party. I haven't been to a Super Bowl party in quite a while. You'll know exactly how long when you check out the video. And also, five videos, five different hats from your host. I've enjoyed digging into my box. Actually, it's a basket of a basket of hats. I've enjoyed digging into it uh, to come up with the ones that I like the best, the ones that I think uh, will capture your attention. So, yes, check it out on Twitter. After hours, CBS, I'll retweet it here as well. Uh, So we've got two on Facebook now, two on Twitter, one on YouTube with our Super Bowl snacks. That's to come on YouTube as well. So we're kind of jumping all around and going back and forth, but uh, it's been fun to do. Although it's certainly gotten me out of my comfort zone because six videos in six days is not me. (laughs) It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, a little bit from the defensive side of the ball for these two Super Bowl teams. I mentioned Chris Jones. Man, Chris Jones and Frank Clark really putting pressure on Joe Burrow going back to the AFC Championship. Jones with 15 and a half sacks this season. And so the challenge is now Jalen Hurts and the Eagles offense. He's a dynamic quarterback. They have an amazing offensive line. Um, Probably one of the best in the league. And um, he got two tremendous wide receivers on the outside. 
for sure. I mean, think about Devontae Smith. I know that fourth down catch was actually not a catch, but it, it held because they got up and got to the line of scrimmage and scored right after that. The Eagles against the Niners. Again, ultimately, I guess there's some solace in knowing it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, Brock Purdy was hurt, and the Niners were unlikely to generate enough offense even without that touchdown. Uh, still, Devontae Smith has... He's turned himself into an otherworldly receiver at this level. You may remember him coming out of Alabama and his Heisman Trophy acceptance speech and the talk about how his size and his slight build was always considered a knock on him. And even when he was thinking about the NFL and going through the combine, yada, 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 that was still a knock on him. It was one of the weaknesses, a drawback. Um, But he has not allowed it to deter him, his speed, his flexibility, certainly uh, his footwork, all of that, and his connection with Jalen Hurts. So Devontae and then A.J. Brown, but they can run the ball. They obviously can run the ball. They've had seven rushing touchdowns in two playoff games. So Jalen Hurts is where it starts, but that is definitely not where it finishes. I think, in my opinion, your best defense against the Eagles is Patrick Mahomes and the offense. Your best defense is to keep do the same thing they want to do to you. Keep them on the sidelines because they cannot hurt you when they're sitting on the sidelines. However, Patrick Mahomes, even as a fellow quarterback who's operating when his other QB is sitting, he's definitely impressed uh, by a lot of what Jalen brings to the table. What's most impressive, though? The biggest one is leadership, man. I mean, the way he was able to step into that that uh, locker room, into that team, um, and, and take over and, and be that leader. It helped. It helped him be back in this game, and um, it, it it says a lot for a, a young guy to come into a locker room with a lot of veterans um, and become that unquestioned leader. He definitely is that, and he's young, too. I mean, Patrick was as well when he took over. Remember, he sat one year behind Alex Smith. Smith was traded at the end of the season. Uh, You see Patrick take over, I think it was week 17 then. It wasn't 18 games, but it was 17, um, 17 weeks. And so he takes over after sitting a year, and already now they've got the one Super Bowl win, Two more Super Bowl appearances we'll find out about Sunday. He's got two NFL MVP awards, the most recent coming just hours ago in Phoenix, and then uh, the other being the Super Bowl MVP award. So he also very young, although this year in the AFC playoffs, the elder statesman has the oldest quarterback, right? Uh, And so for Patrick Mahomes to talk about Jalen's leadership is a big deal because we've all seen what Patrick has done as the leader of the offense and really an ambassador and the face of the NFL in many cases. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Jalen has always been motivated by critics that's for sure I had a purpose before everybody had an opinion it's not about anybody else I know y'all like that one <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's not about anybody else it's just about going to do it because that's that's what you that's what you want that's what you set out there to go do he's always got the inspirational tags the inspirational phrases he's very philosophical We'll hear more from Jalen and Patrick as we head through the second half of the show. Remember, though, it was Hassan Reddick who was able to get to Brock Purdy. It was a legal hit. There was nothing wrong with it. But Reddick that really was creating a headache for the Niners' offensive line even early in their NFC championship. Uh, And he knows. His team, they thrive. His defense, they thrive on getting to the quarterbacks. No rush, no crush. We've been able to (laughs) – we've been decent at stopping a run. 
getting up on the scoreboard and, you know, putting teams in a must-pass situation, you know, a must-score situation where it allow us to go out there and rush. You got to make sure you take care of the run first, take care of, um, you know, their running game. And then, you know, you got to make sure that you take your shot on Mahomes because up front you can't rush scared against him because you see that he's extending plays and doing, um, you know, a bunch of stuff uh, that you see see him do. Uh, Mahomes stuff, that's what I say. But I just know for me it's just about carrying out the game plan, everybody being on the same page, uh, taking away some of his reads so that we can get have time to get there and, you know, just – stay together through all the adversity that might go on in this game. Son Reddick, Brandon Graham from that Eagles defense, and you hear them both start with shutting down the run. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Let's quick work in this call. Rich is listening in Cleveland. Welcome to the show. Oh, are you there, Amy? I have to be here, sir. Yes, are you there? Okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, I just wanted to make a quick comment about Kareem and LeBron, and I don't want to take anything around away from LeBron's greatness because he's great and he's got the scoring record and that, but the rules have changed. I mean, I'm in my sixties and I got to see Kareem play against Wilt and Oscar Robertson and John Havlicek and Pistol Pete Maravich and all the great Lakers, Elgin Baylor and Jerry West. But if LeBron had to have the same rules that those players had to play under, then he'd still be about eight to 10,000 points shy of Kareem. Okay, and not because of the three-point rule. Back then, the NBA made a requirement that you had to go to four years of college. And LeBron was and Kobe and them, they were able to come right out of high school. And people don't realize that. Oh, plenty plenty uh, of people realize that. I've heard it over and over this week. Uh, There were players that were jumping to the NBA. Moses Malone jumped straight to the NBA, as you point out, Kobe did. So we're not talking about only LeBron's era. Uh, I know they did. I'm just saying we're not talking only about LeBron's era. There are some of uh, the other scorers uh, that, that go back to a different generation who also came straight out of high school. So I get what you're saying, but that's not a fault of LeBron. I mean, Kareem had a great career, but LeBron deserves credit for the longevity. Just because he came out of high school and went straight to the NBA doesn't mean he was going to last 20 seasons. The average the average career in the NBA is not even five years. So LeBron has exceeded that in spades. So he deserves credit for playing as long as he has and being as productive. I mean, think about Vince Carter played into his 40s, but he wasn't scoring points the way that LeBron still is now in his late 30s. So yes, you're right. Kareem played four years of college. LeBron did not. But that doesn't automatically mean he was going to last until his late 30s. It doesn't automatically mean he was going to log 20 seasons and 1,400 plus games. Um, and yes, the three-point shot is a factor, but he's also playing amongst his peers, right? The, the three-point shot has been there since the late 70s. It's not like it's just for LeBron. I mean, he's playing in an era where, yes, scoring is more emphasized, offense is more emphasized, but everybody out there is doing the same thing. So LeBron deserves credit. He's playing in an era in which all of these guys have more opportunities to score. Uh, and for him to go 20 seasons and 1,400 games at a man of his size who takes a lot of contact and to be as productive as he has, still in his late 30s scoring 30 points per game, they, you, there's no way to minimize that, Rich, regardless of what you might say about Kareem. Right. And I totally agree with that. I won't take away from his greatness. I just wanted to point that out. I didn't know if anybody pointed that out yet. 
Yeah, sure. I mean, they're different eras. There's no way really to compare. They played a lot more defense uh, because they could. It was a much more physical game. I'm actually jealous of you, Rich. I never saw Kareem play against some of the greats that you mentioned. So that was certainly uh, part of the run-up to the golden era. Thank you so much for your phone call. I hope that you enjoy the weekend in Cleveland. And also, congratulations, Browns fans, on seeing one of your favorites, Joe Thomas, first ballot Hall of Famer. And Browns fans, if you missed my conversation with J.C. Treader, we'll replay part of that next hour. He's retired now, but the NFL PA president and took us kind of behind the scenes on what happens with these negotiations and in dealings with the league. Coming up though, my first ever exchange with a member of the Purple People Eaters. We try to highlight the plight of Hall of Famers and NFL players who come from different eras where the health care and the benefits are not nearly what they need. Uh, we do this every year as part of Super Bowl week. It's coming up next here after hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Oh, man, I was on here, man. I gave him a good lick over there, too. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I gave him a good lick. I'd like to be remembered as a great defensive end. I'd like to go down alongside all the other great defensive linemen that have ever played the game. I'd like to stand out in all the things, tackling the quarterback, defensing against the run, all the things that make a great defensive end. I'd like the simple statement, he was a great defensive end. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Wow, Carl Eller, more than a game. That's an NFL Films production in his own words. A 2004 Pro Football Hall of Famer, and he's credited as the Vikings' all-time sack leader, 130 and a half. Uh, with the Vikings, but had more with the Seahawks as he wrapped up his career, is also considered one of the best defensive ends in Vikings franchise history. He played for the Minnesota Golden Gophers, so he stayed home. Four Super Bowls, all of them losses, also played in an NFL championship that predated the Super Bowl era. A member of the famed Purple People Eaters. I had a chance to catch up with him when he was on Radio Row, uh, and it was really neat to be able to hear him. Uh, but also, I think it's a stark reminder of how age catches up with us and how the game does, in fact, take a toll. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Carl, are you wearing your gold jacket today? Because that's what I want to know. I actually have on my gold jacket today. I'm looking pretty spiffy, actually. I got my jacket on, a purple tie, and a purple dotted or striped shirt. And so I'm looking pretty fancy. <laughs> you are the first purple people eater that I have ever spoken to, Carl. And I have to tell you, I've been watching some of your videos from the 1960s. The video was obviously different. The skill is still there. So what was it like to be part of that incredible unit? in NFL history. That was a great time, a great time of my career. I think it was just a fantastic time for me as 
it's hard to pinpoint uh, because uh, my career was kind of really uh, just a dream in itself, you know, making all the awards and all the honors that I uh, achieved during my playing days. And now I'm getting the chance to revisit or relive some of those days with the players that played during my time. And and that's been just a hard woman for me, uh, really a treasure. So I'm very thankful and grateful for that. You're a member of the Minnesota Vikings uh, for years, obviously, after going to the University of Minnesota. So you chose to stay there. What's special about being a Viking and those fans in that fan base? I wanted to be um, a Viking uh, because I thought they were were still a relative new team in in those days. And uh, I felt I had a chance to play soon, if not right away. And uh, there was just an instruction there. And, of course, I got drafted in the American Football League, too, by <laughs> another team. And uh, it was not just one NFL. It was like the American Football Conference, too. So I figured I wanted to stay in the National Football League, which it was at that time. You also played in four Super Bowls, right? What do you remember about those games? It's hard to say that uh, the teams who play, uh, obviously they were really good teams, but we not, we're not sure how good they were. They were excellent teams. Like we played Kansas City. We played uh, Miami, which was the undefeated season. And uh, we played uh, the Steelers, which was a great team, and the Oakland Raiders. And all those teams were really at their peak when we met them in the Super Bowl. And uh, you, the games were close, unless they're not touchdown or a score between the winners and the losers. But we just couldn't get that game under our belts as, as a win uh, game for us. So, you know, it's one of the things I regret about my career. But everything else, I think, uh, was just a great honor. We're spending a few minutes with Carl Eller, one of the best defensive ends in NFL history. And he was part of the Purple People Eaters and inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2004. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Carl, that induction into the Hall of Fame, obviously special and puts you in a very elite group. What does that mean to you to be part of that Hall of Fame tradition? It has an unfathomable meaning because... It means everything. That's the highest you can go. It's like I've got a chance to be the best. Uh, uh, credits me for being one of the best, which is you have the judges, uh, media people, they make the judgment on that. It's a reward, uh, an honor that I'm very, very proud of and uh, being a recipient of it. But I have a good career record from my high school all the way through college and all the way up through pros. So it's really good to see that continue and uh, and to be honored in such a capacity. Yeah, your list of honors goes on and on. I can't even get to all of them. The Defensive Player of the Year in 1971, uh, credited as the Vikings' all-time sack leader, 130 and a half. I saw a highlight, Carl, of you scoring your only career touchdown. Do you remember that moment? 
Oh, yes, I do. Of course I do. The first career. And I think I only scored that one touchdown or maybe one to two more during the 15-year career with the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> I understand when you were done with football that it was important to you to work as a drug and alcohol counselor. You became licensed and you had uh, you some different substance abuse clinics that you worked uh, for and with in the Twin Cities. Why was that so important to you? Well, the reason that was important for me is because I had a few problems of that uh, sort of my own experience. And so they keep not only just football players, but I work for the general public. But, uh, you know, it's something that happens. And so I needed some professional help there. And after I got help, I thought that it would be important for me to let other people know to really not get started because it can sneak up on you things like addictions or losing some of the intentions you have when you were younger or just sneak up on you without you even knowing. So it took some professional help, you know, to get rid of all that and start my life almost over again. I'm so glad you're able to pass on that assistance to other people. And I know that that's one of the reasons why you're on Radio Row, uh, working with the Gridiron Greats Assistance Fund. Uh, Again, coming from a different era in football, why is this so important for players who previously played the game? Well, it's important because some of the things that they have or injuries or medical needs that they have really don't show up while they're playing. And so when the importance of it is to take care of retired players that are playing the game, particularly when I did, and now maybe there's some of the injuries that are showing up, maybe it's a leg or knee, whatever it is, and now they have travel expenses or they have something else that they need it's not getting covered by, you know, the new uh, health plan that the uh, NFL has or something else. So this is what the players' assistance does for them. Helps them out. The Park Ryan Assistance Fund helps them cover their expenses for other kinds of things that they need. Those pork rinds are delicious, aren't they? And they sure are. We had a couple of snacks with them earlier today, and uh, boy, they were delicious. Guys enjoyed them. So, yes, they're fun to eat, and you can find them at your local you know, store. Plus, you can end the book rhymes of shipping to you. And uh, just if you need more information, go to Pork Rhymes Assistance. Fun and dot com, and you will find the other information. But thank you very much. It's really been a pleasure to just talk about my past career, the life of these other players. Mm, thank you, Carl. It's such an honor to speak with you. Congratulations on an incredible career, and I hope that you enjoy the rest of your time there. I will. Thank you very much, Jessica. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Along with Hall of Famer Carl Eller, the vice president of Rudolph Foods, who is behind Southern Recipe Small Batch Pork Rinds and my involvement, which is always fun and a privilege for me. Also on Radio Row, Mark, what have you learned after all these years spending time with the Hall of Famers, watching them operate, and then watching them together on Radio Row? You know, what I've learned is that, like, uh, when I was playing football, uh, some of the guys that gave me my best hits also were the ones that uh, extended a hand to help me up. 
And what I've learned about these guys, no matter how mortal enemies that might be on the field, they have an amazing kinship, an amazing friendship, and their willingness to help each other is unparalleled by anything I've ever seen. And it just helps us all remember, you know, a helping hand makes you feel better. Not just the person you're helping up, but the person doing the helping. It just It's just a wonderful thing to be able to do. Is that why it's so important for Rudolph Foods to be involved with the Gridiron Greats? Absolutely. You know, we've got the, the real heroes at Rudolph Foods aren't me or Rich or any of the executives. The real heroes at Rudolph Foods are the people that made bags during COVID. You know, you can't make a bag of pork rinds from your home in your sweatpants. All right? You've got to be in there working that fire. And, and the people that were so ingenious and so incredibly devoted to keeping America fed are like these guys here. I mean, think about what they went through to keep playing the game and keep us entertained. Um, I just think it's a great brotherhood and, and, and teamwork uh, that both our team showed and this team uh, continues to show at the Gridiron Greats. It's just a real inspiration to all of us. Plus, our employees just really get a big kick out of this. I know it's spearheaded by Mike Ditka, and then there's so many different Hall of Famers that work together. And as someone who appreciates the game of football, how neat is it to see these guys interact with one another? Oh, my goodness. When, you see, when you're after the, uh, the, the event and you're hanging out with John Riggins and um, <laughs> Jack Youngblood, who like to kill each other on the field, but see their real friendship, it once again just reminds you that we're all people. And that no matter what your background, no matter what team you played for, there can be some really depth and, and wonderful friendships uh, developed. And, and, and it's fun to watch. These guys and, and their wives, Amy. Mm-hmm. The, the, the other biggest thing that surprised me is the camaraderie of all these wives. It's like a separate club, uh, NFL uh, players' wives. And yet when you talk to them, especially the players who go back to the 60s, even pre-Super Bowl era, the 70s as well, some of these guys are really struggling because it's just not the same in terms of the benefits that they have today. Oh, my gosh. Since uh, 15 years ago, we've helped over 2,700 players. And the help we give is, is that, that Karen and the, and the staff at the Gridiron Greats uh, provide are things you don't think of. Let's say you live in a small town in Iowa, but the only place for you to get help with a problem that developed 20 years after you played, is the Mayo Clinic. Well, you may have health insurance, but how do you get to the Mayo Clinic? That's the gap that Coach fills, doing what it takes to get the players the help they need, even to the point of arranging for the medical visits, arranging for those doctor uh, referrals. It's just unbelievable how many people need help. 27. Everybody thinks once you hit the NFL, all your dreams come true. And, Amy, <laughs> you know That's not true. Mark Singleton is a VP with Rudolph Foods, and we're so excited to connect with him again on Radio Row, though he's an avid listener to After Hours, so I hear from him and we stay in touch throughout the year, which I really appreciate. Uh, Coming up, we've got your 14th annual Pork Rinds Appreciation Day. What does that mean and how does that tie in, Mark? (laughs) Well, you know, what goes better on the biggest pigskin holiday of the year than pigskin? (laughs) One of the ways that we get to, to, to support this great group is is by selling our product and we've been making it since 1955 we're still family owned and if people go to our website uh at porkrinds.com or www.southernrecipe.com they'll find hundreds of recipes uh to cook with uh during their feeding their family this sunday 
for the big game, including my new favorite, Amy, and I'm not making this up, meat muffins. What? Meat yes. muffins? Meat muffins. It's on our <laughs> website. It is the very best recipe we've ever come up with. It is unbelievable. You will thrill your friends and family with meat muffins. <laughs> okay, so I have to try meat muffins, but I still need to try blackberry habanero. I've not been able to find it, so that's the one that I really want to try. <laughs> Amy, I only have one superpower, and consider your wish, Grant. <laughs> Speaking of the big game, so Pork Rind Appreciation Day coincides with Super Bowl Sunday, and you get to go. You're going to attend the game in Glendale? I am. I am, I am, I am. You know, we re- we advertise with CBS Sports. We sponsor the pregame show for the Super Bowl. And we are so excited to be there at the game this year. Uh, once again, it's southernrecipesmallbatch.com. Uh, Mark is a VP with Rudolph Foods. But just as importantly, it's the Gridiron Greats Assistance Fund that benefits to try to help out some of these players from different eras. I can hear your giddiness through the phone, Mark. I love it. <laughs> well, our Sacks for Snacks, uh, uh, one of your listeners can win. Um, once again, if they guess their winning team, how many sacks they'll get. Uh, they could win $5,000 in a year's supply of pork rinds. Boom. It's always good to connect with you. Thank you so much for a couple of minutes. Have fun. Enjoy the game, and we will talk again soon. Amy, thank you so much. Good to be with you up all night. (laughs) Mark Singleton might be one of the show's biggest fans, which is amazing. He's constantly writing me emails to indicate that he heard something and he loves to hear stories about Grammy and the dog, as many of you do. Uh, But he always says, if you ever want to talk recipes, just call me up. I'm up really early in the morning in in the Dallas area. So enter to win the Sacks for Snacks sweepstakes, porkrindappreciation.com. Oh, I'm sorry, porkrindappreciationday.com. And so you pick any team that you believe will get the snack. The sacks, and then you get the snacks. I should not be trying to say this fast. Porkrindappreciationday.com. You pick any team that you believe is going to get the snacks. No, no, the sacks and the snacks. They're super proud of me. They're going to continue to use this incredible promotion right here. Anyway, my thanks to them and also uh, Gridiron Greats. Check them out on Twitter, Facebook, and online because that's the real beneficiary here. And Mike Ditka has done an amazing job to try to take care of those players who came before the ones that we see today that are millionaires in many cases, but also have much better health care. Wow, that was awesome. Purple people eater, right? Glad you heard that. Some of you already reacting. You can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio. If you haven't seen our latest Super 6 video, well, it's about fantastic finishes in the Super Bowl. There are many to choose from. We chose our top three. So that's on Twitter exclusively, 855-212-4227. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hurry back to throw, and it is. Is it tossed? Oh, my goodness, it's tossed. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center, steps back, throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it. Touchdown, L.A. Burrow back to throw, looking, firing deep for Chase in the end zone. He's got it. Touchdown, Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Mahomes fires for the end zone, caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. And off to Hector again. No, Herbert keeps it. End zone, touchdown. 
Rogers. Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap. Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. You want some QB news? I got some QB news. Last one before the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes, not a surprise, but an overwhelming winner of the NFL MVP award. So he earns 48 of the 50 first place votes. The other two going one for Jalen Hurts, one for Josh Allen. And he was not there at the NFL honors ceremony in person, but he did share a taped message. Humble, in a suit, had his red tie on. You can understand that he, the Chiefs, Jalen and the Eagles all preparing for what's to come on Sunday. We've heard from Patrick and Jalen a ton. A ton. This He didn't do that on the video. A ton this week. Uh, Thursday, yet again in front of the microphones. What are his feelings heading into now his third Super Bowl start on Sunday? You play and you work you work your tail off to, to be in this game and to play on, on the, the world stage. And you dream about it as a little kid when you're watching at Super Bowl parties and with your, with your dad and your mom and everybody like that. And so um, to, be, to be able to play in this game is truly special and you appreciate it every single time. Well, third time in four years, though he says if they win this one, it will be far sweeter than their first victory because he understands the sting of the loss that came in 2020. As for Jalen Hurts, first Super Bowl, they are the odds favorite heading into Sunday, these Eagles. So what would it mean to him? It'd be an honor. I think it'll be it'd be awesome. It'll be awesome. I think that's what we work for. Um, any individual out there that puts someone a uniform uh, has this opportunity to play this game. We put so much work into it. Everybody wants to be the best. Everybody wants to be the best. Everybody wants to be the top of the mountain, which is an awesome opportunity in your third season, right? So think about how young Mahomes was when he became a Super Bowl champion for the first time. Uh, and now think about Jalen Hurts sitting in a very similar position. It's after hours on CBS Sports Radio. Dak Prescott. And his Dallas Cowboys came up shy, but they competed hard in the NFC Beast. And he gets, I would say, a a prestigious award, maybe even along the same lines and the same level as the MVP, the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. And this is more about the impact away from the field. Uh, He was there to accept in person last night. Thank you to the NFL, Commissioner Goodell, to Nationwide for recognizing the importance of the impact that we as NFL players can have off the field. To the Payton family, I have such appreciation for Walter and for your beautiful family that continues the legacy through your charitable work, that Walter's incredible legacy on the field was matched, but yet probably exceeded uh, by his humanitarian work off the field. So that's something that I've always said. I hope that when I finish this game, they can say he's a hell of a player, but he was a much better person. So thank you to the Walter family. Dak, the Walter Payton Man of the Year, getting that award from Andrew Whitworth, who won it last year. His Faith Fight Finish Foundation focuses on two things. Research into colon cancer, which took his mom Peggy in 2013, but also suicide prevention, claimed the life of his brother in 2020. Moving forward into some of the other news away from Phoenix. Uh, We had heard from... 
Let's see. We had heard from Ron Rivera that his quarterback one, his QB one going into training camp would be Sam Howell. That made all the, the news and the headlines on Wednesday. He clarifies with Sirius XM NFL Radio on Thursday. The last three years, we've started eight different quarterbacks already. And so that's a real hard thing, difficult. And if we can find that guy now, we have a young man that, that finished the season very strong for us in the Dallas game. Uh, Sam Howell is a young man that we're going to give an opportunity to. We're going to try and find the right veteran guy to come in and compete and push him and help develop him and grow him. At the same time, a guy that we think can compete. And, and really, if he's got to play and earn the right to play, he will play. But we have to find out. We're going to give Sam the opportunity to start out as QB1 you know, through mini camp, OTAs, and in the training camp, and then we'll see what happens. Ron Rivera made a special presentation at the NFL Honors to highlight our military and our servicemen and women overseas. That was a, a poignant and powerful message from him last night. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. So, okay, let's pump the brakes on Sam Howell as the commander's starting quarterback next season. We actually don't know who will be the starting quarterback for the Niners either. Trey Lance at least is finding the humor in the whole situation. Just like last year. We're doing it all. We, we thought last year would be the last one going That's through right. the whole, you know, yeah. what's going to happen, training Jimmy this year, training Brock. Um, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm super excited for it, man. I'm excited to just, just get back on the field and compete. Want him to be healthy. Want Brock Purdy to be healthy. We know Brock is scheduled to have his surgery on that UCL coming up next week, I believe. Then it's about six months of rehab. He's going to be behind the curve. But Trey Lance... Going into it, it's going to be the quarterback, right? Because Brock won't be available. Jimmy is sure to be gone, if you believe Kyle Shanahan. All right, one more. TJ Watt on Sirius XM NFL Radio as well. Why do you love Kenny Pickett? Kenny Pickett, man. Like we were just talking about off air, the moxie. Yeah. Uh, a guy that's just a winner. The um, moxie, I like that. When he, when he came in, uh, we have the home run derby every year in Latrobe, and the guy won the home run derby. <laughs> and, and I was a little salty about it, but um, just it's awesome to see a young quarterback come in and, and just be a winner. And you saw that towards the end of the season when it gets when the the going gets tough. Uh, Coach T always says, "Cut your eyelids off." Um, mm. He's a guy that's not going to blink. Um, Don't blink. And like I said, he's, he's surrounded by a great offensive line. The receivers are great. Yeah. Um, and then Najee in the backfield as well. So they dominated time of possession this year, and those guys are only going to get better as they gel. little bit of love from T.J. Watt to Kenny Pickett. And so if you think about the number of young quarterbacks, even waiting in the wings, what an inspiration Patrick Mahomes, the ripe old age of 27, and and Jalen Hurts are as two young QBs, right? The elder statesmen either didn't make the playoffs or were out early and, and now retired like Tom Brady. But you've got so many young gun QBs that are taking over the league and making their mark, leaving their mark. Speaking of... Tom Brady's retirement. Did you see Kirk Cousins sing about it? You'll hear it next on CBS Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.